everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. Before we get started, I want to take a minute to recommend divorce attorney Carrie Jacobson. Based in Columbia, Maryland, Carrie is the founder of her boutique divorce law firm, Jacobson Family Law. She's been in business since 2015. She's a skilled mediator. By the way, she mediates all over the country, and she's a collaboratively trained divorce attorney. I think so highly of Carrie, and she's really wonderful, extremely trustworthy, a great listener, and has a lot of passion for what she does. If you want to reach Carrie, you can find her at jacobsonfamilylaw.com or in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. So the holidays are stressful for everyone, but When there's concerns about drinking and driving and bad behavior and, you know, things that can happen that go with alcohol abuse, it gets to be a lot more stressful, especially if you're getting divorced and especially if you have kids and if you have an ex that you're worried about this kind of thing with. So today I want to talk about the challenging of co-parenting during the holidays And I want to introduce you to something that you are going to be so happy about. It is a company that will take away so much stress in your life. And to talk about this, I have Chris Beck, who is the vice president of business development for the company I'm talking about, which is called Soberlink. Soberlink is a company that offers an alcohol monitoring device, and it's geared towards helping people stay accountable and preventing drinking and driving. It's used a lot in divorce. It's used in courts. Lawyers use it. And if you're a lawyer listening to this, a divorce lawyer, and you're not using it, you should be. And it's used by parents who want to keep their exes accountable to make sure to keep everybody safe and happy and healthy. So hi, Chris. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I was want to tell my listeners, I was telling Chris before the podcast how absolutely excited I am to be partnering with Soberlink. They're a divorce girl smiling, trusted professional. And I believe so much in this monitoring system, Chris, that I, I just am so happy to bring it to people who need it and to lawyers. Yeah, I think education is key. A lot of people don't know this type of technology exists. So having uh, partnerships um, with people like yourself really helps with that education process. So we're going to get into what exactly Soberlink is. But first, I want to ask you, Chris, what are the challenges that you see co-parents facing during the holidays? Well, I think the biggest thing is that there's just this uh this risk involved during the holidays of more alcohol consumption around you there's risk of relapse for those who um, actually are in recovery because of that type of thing there's you know 
gosh, I want to say there's actual emotional time for people, the holidays are, and that's really stressful. Um, it can even be depressing for people at times. So there's all these different things that uh, come into the equation that aren't normal during the, the standard year. Um, when we're co-parenting, you see um, schedules that are very concrete and they don't deviate very much. But sometimes during the holidays, we have to adapt a little bit. And that causes that structure to break down a little bit. So those are other challenges that we have when we're co-parenting. You brought up a couple good things. There's a lot of stress. The holidays are probably, yeah. I think there's so many studies that say that they're the most stressful time for people. All this pressure to have fun. Parties are like these big candy stores with tons of alcohol that tempt people. Oh, I'll have one more and stay and talk. And you're right. For people who are in recovery, it's a very vulnerable time. It must be very hard for them. And for kids, they just want to have a good holiday. You know, they don't need the stress of seeing their parents drinking too much, which the drinking can lead to fighting and, you know, sloppy behavior that kids get really traumatized by. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You need to keep, uh, you know, the kids first during these times. It's for them. You know, they're the ones that we're trying to enjoy during the holidays and, and provide that um, excitement too. And, and spend time with them. And that's what holidays are about, you know, having that family time together. I want to move on to things that parents can do to ensure your kids have a good holiday. Because I know this, Chris, as parents, are you a parent? I am. I have, okay. uh, <laughs> I have a few kids myself. Yes. Okay. And same here. And we all want our kids to have a good holiday. That's like the number one priority of most parents. So what can we do to ensure that our kids have a good holiday if there is drinking involved, if there's alcoholism, you know, of one of the spouses, what can you do? I want to tell my listeners that Chris wrote this article for Divorced Girl Smiling, and we're going to list some of the tips that he gave to ensure that your kids have a good holiday. The first one is have a clear and structured holiday schedule and plan. So can you go a little bit more into detail about that? Yeah, I think, you know, when we're co-parenting, we have to have a discussion about, you know, what is the plan going forward? What are some of the expectations that we want to have? Um when we're setting up the schedule for the holidays, do we want to share half a day or do we want to have alternating the years uh, when we spend the holiday with them, with our kiddos? So if the kids know what's happening, they will have expectations set up. And when things change, those expectations, um, you know, get almost destroyed. And, and I think there's some things there where um, it becomes stressful for the child. And we want to make sure that you know, already this co-parenting situation is stressful for the kids. They got to figure out how to maneuver. But if it's structured, now they actually have, I feel like, a way to understand it before it happens. So they can enjoy the time with their parents that has been set up, you know, with previous conversation. And that helps. So staying on that schedule is really a, a big one for me. I think you hit it on the head. Kids, especially younger kids, but really all kids thrive 
when they know the, what the plan is. There's no surprises and they feel comfortable. It takes stress away from them. And what I want to tell my listeners is you probably have a schedule that has already been decided by the courts, unless you're not divorced yet. But even if you're not divorced yet, you have a temporary schedule that might've been set up by your lawyers or a court or your mediator or whatever. But keep in mind during the holidays, everything's changing because everything's so different. So Chris has a good point in sit down if you can. If you can't sit down with your ex, then you could do it via email or text or via our family wizard, the app, and you can talk about suggestions, you know, since there's no school, here's what I'd like to do. How do you feel about this? And just make sure that you have this clear structured schedule because Chris is right. Your kids are going to benefit from it. Absolutely. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff and I'm your host. I'm here today with Chris Beck, who is the Vice President of Business Development for the awesome company Soberlink, the company that offers an alcohol monitoring system that I think is amazing, and I can't wait to talk about it. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we have more tips for what you can do as a parent to ensure your kids have a good holiday, and then we'll talk about Soberlink. We'll be right back. Do you want to secure the quality of life you deserve after your divorce? Do you want to avoid an overly complicated and high conflict divorce? I'm sure you said yes. But what you might not realize is these things are so much more in your control than you might think. I would like to introduce you to My Divorce Solution, which is a divorce platform program designed to give you a personalized financial divorce plan a faster and much less expensive divorce, a more amicable divorce, and a fair and equitable outcome for both parties. My Divorce Solution doesn't take the place of your divorce attorney or your mediator, but what it does is it cuts their time by providing them with all the information needed to get you divorced quickly and fairly. You can actually save up to 80% in divorce attorney fees by using this wonderful program. I truly, truly wish this would have been available to me when I was getting divorced. So if you want to learn more, you can find My Divorce Solution in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at MyDivorceSolution.com. I also want to take a minute and recommend mortgage lender and certified divorce lending professional Jan Leisure. Jan has been a mortgage lender since 1996. She's a division president for Diamond Residential Mortgage Corporation. And Jan has a soft spot for first-time buyers, but she can also help you refinance and stay in your home. Jan is a problem solver. She's so smart. She's such a good, good person. She went through a divorce, and she is just committed to helping people through this really stressful time. I know you'll love working with her. If you want to learn more about Jan, you can find her in the Trusted Professional section of Divorce Girl Smiling, or you can find Jan at diamondresidential.com slash Jan Leisure. 
Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm here today with the Vice President of Business Development for Soberlink. His name is Chris Beck. Chris has been with Soberlink for over seven years, and we are talking about things that you can do as a parent to make sure your kids have a good holiday. Chris, the next one you wrote is communicate and come to an understanding about alcohol use. Now, this can be a totally sensitive subject where you're walking on eggshells, right? So how do you do this? You do it carefully. <laughs> and sometimes there needs to be a professional that you know might be involved in this conversation. Maybe there's some family counseling that's happening on the, you know, in, in, in conjunction with this and just getting prepared for what the expectations are. And I think that's that's really what we were trying to hit on here. Great point. If you do not feel like you can talk to your ex about alcohol and say, please keep in mind, you know, that you know, you're drinking and make sure if you're driving and blah, blah, blah. That all you're going to get from your ex probably is, oh, screw you. You don't even know me, whatever. You know, they could get really sensitive. Now, if you have a mediator in the room, let's say you guys are working with a mediator or you got divorced already, call your mediator back. Say, hey, can you meet with us for an hour? I want to talk about the holidays. And you're right. If a third party who's unbiased is in there, it will come across so much more gentle and the person might not be so defensive about it. Yeah, I think you hit the, the nail on the head there. The word defensive, uh, that comes up a lot. You know, there's... Well, first thing is denial, right? So we we tend to get defensive if uh, people challenge us, and and that's that's a that's something that we need to be mindful of. Absolutely. Number three: keep a journal and document any behavior or concerns that you might have. Why do people do that, Chris? I think uh, the journal is is just to understand what has happened in the past and just be mindful of it and be able to go back and say, okay, these are the things that I need to be prepared for. These are the things that we need to address. Because again, if you're using that mediator or some uh, um, mental health professional, you're going to want to address this in the next meeting or in a meeting before a holiday actually takes place and say, okay, these are some of the things that I was uncomfortable with. And I would like to find better means or better ways to um, exercise our, our parenting time this year or this go around. Right. And then you have concrete proof right in front of you and you can read the journal dates and say on this date, so-and-so, I know he was drinking. He drove the kids home. It made me very uncomfortable. The kids knew about it. You know, these are the kinds of things, put the date on it, be very specific. And then not only can you show it to your mediator or your therapist, if you ever have to go back to court and you want to modify custody, you will have this in your hand. So write down what your concerns are, but also document any behavior that happened. So the moment we've been waiting for, I want you to tell people, Chris, about Soberlink. Explain what it is and how it can help. So first of all, I want to say, you know, Soberlink is is not just a, a breathalyzer. You know, it is something that is is much more than that. It's a way to actually document your sobriety and give real-time results to those who are part of the monitoring agreement 
and those that's typically your ex. You know, we use facial recognition software to actually confirm identity of the individual taking the test. So the breathalyzer is combined with a camera and a way to remotely send those that information to anyone that's part of the um, the agreements. So we have two different devices. We have a Bluetooth device and a cellular device. The Bluetooth device um, incorporates an app on your phone that you would have to pair um, the device with before you submit a test, whereas our cellular device is more of our plug and play device. And you just turn it on and you can submit a test and then it sends all the results through a cellular signal um, to our secure web portal. But again, the benefits of this is the real-time results that you're able to send. So in 30 seconds, if I was to take a test, my wife would know in 30 seconds um, that I had not been drinking. So that peace of mind that she would get at that moment in time is really what we're talking about. Um, and also what's great is that our system actually provides court admissible um, reporting. And that's important because not all systems are created equal. And, uh, you know, we have to make sure that we have records that can be admitted in court so that we can see exactly what's been happening um, during the parenting time periods. I have a couple questions. The first one is, if somebody takes a test, how many hours do you not have to be drinking before it shows up that you're sober? Hmm. That is a good question. Now, everyone eliminates alcohol a little bit differently. And I think the median of that is for every every hour is 0.02. So if I have a, I guess if I get one beer or a beer and a half, I'll be at 0.02. And then it takes me an hour to eliminate that. Um, you think about the legal limit of 0.08. So that would be like four drinks that I would have. And then we'd take you know, four hours to five hours to eliminate all that alcohol before I test compliant. But again, people eliminate alcohol differently. And so we need to be mindful of that as well. So let's say your spouse is using Soberlink and he blows into the thing and mm -hmm. he's a 0.4. Does this have to be zero or do you use the legal limit 0.08? Well, point four, he'd be he'd be almost dead. <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't mean point four. I meant point oh four. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Well, point oh four exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at, at point oh four, you know, we would think of that. You know, three hours later, they would probably be able to test compliant. Um, you know, if we look, or at that they could just be starting drinking and they're planning on having more. So yeah, I, mean, you know, I would think if I use Soberlink with someone that I would say it's not acceptable unless they're at a zero. That's just, yeah. Me. Well, our, our system is a zero tolerant system. So we detect alcohol from 0 0.006 and above. So pretty much that's, you know, just traces of alcohol in your, in your breath. And that's when it registers a positive because you never know what the alcohol was at the time they were taking, you know, what it was before they took the test. I mean, they could have um, been drinking maybe uh, at lunchtime and they didn't take a test until four o'clock when it was scheduled or five o'clock when it was scheduled. And it would be very low amounts of alcohol, but that would still be concerning. Something just dawned on me. 
we're not just talking about alcoholics. We're talking about anybody. Somebody could be just an alcohol abuser or just a heavy drinker, and they mm. feel like it's okay to have a couple beers and then go pick up their kids. Well, that doesn't work for me, and I'm sure the people listening don't like that either. I mean, our kids are like our precious gems. We don't want any risk. So this is amazing. What I want to tell my listeners is, an idea I have, if you're concerned about this, I hope that you will tell your mediator or your lawyer, because you can say in your deal, I want Soberlink in my deal. I want my ex to use Soberlink because it would make me feel better. And here's my other reasons. And then you, it will just make your life so much easier and keep your kids healthy. And it will keep the person who's doing Soberlink healthy, because guess what? They're not going to get a DUI. So you're doing them a favor too. Yeah. I mean, our, our product's really based around the parenting time period. We just want them to parent sober and we want to empower that individual to, you know, be with their kids and be mindful that um, when they're not using alcohol, they're going to be a better parent. Um, that's really what this is all about, right? Um, when mm -hmm. we're drinking, we're not at our best no matter if we're alcoholics um, or we have alcohol use disorder, we're not at our best. But when we're sober and we're parenting our kiddos, that's when we're at our best and we can show them who we are and we can you know, have the best time with them. And that's really what we're after. I just love that. It's so true. Last point, because if you can believe it, we're almost out of time. Last point that you wrote was be supportive of a co-parent if they're in recovery and acknowledge that it's challenging. Absolutely. You know, I think part of the, of recovery is, you know, as they say, is, is relapse at times. And so there's going to be times where you might have a, a co-parent who relapses or tests positive. And we need to make sure that we're not just, you know, saying, Hey, we're done here. We're done here. We got to be supportive. We got to bring them back to where they, they need to be because we want to make sure that we're always thinking about those kiddos. We're always thinking about the kids and making sure that they have an opportunity to have both parents in their lives, even if one of the parents is struggling with alcohol at this moment. So we have technology that can help with that. And I think at the end, that kid gets both parents, you know, still being in their lives, which is where we want it to be. And, and I think what we mean by being supportive of a co-parent in recovery is saying things like, listen, I know this is really difficult for you. I know it's challenging. The holidays is only three weeks. It will go by fast. I'm really proud of you. You're such a great father that you have, or mother, that you have given up drinking and I, I know it's not easy, but I'm proud of you. Anything, no matter how much resentment there is, if you want your kids to be happy and healthy, that might keep your spouse going. That might make the person say, you know what? Wow, that made me feel good. I can get through this. So remember that you're not just doing it for your ex. You're doing it for your kids, mainly. Exactly. That uh, that positive reinforcement, you, you nailed it. That's, a, that's the things that are really powerful when it comes to uh, monitoring and being successful at it. Yeah. This has been so great, Chris, and you know how I feel about Soberlink. So I'm really excited mm. to be talking about it and telling people because it is a huge game changer. And I'm sure that you have 
countless testimonials about people who have used this, both the alcoholic and the spouse, and maybe even the kids who are grown now saying, thank you so much. This device really, really changed our lives. We do. We have a lot of testimonies on our web website. You can uh, see all of those at soberlink.com. Peruse them. I think they're they're worth they're worth looking at and understanding how, you know, it's not just beneficial for the concerned party, but it's also beneficial for the person who's struggling with alcohol use disorder. Well, thank you again, Chris. I so appreciate your time. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jackie. And to my listeners. If you want to learn more about Soberlink, I want you to go to soberlink.com slash DGS for Divorce Girl Smiling, because if you use that link, you get $50 off. I want to wish everybody a happy, healthy, and safe holiday. And if you want to find trusted, vetted divorce professionals and partners that include Soberlink, Go to divorcedgirlsmiling.com. You can also listen to more podcasts. You can read articles. You can download my mobile app and you can sign up for my free consult. So thanks again for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you real soon.